I'm Audrey Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of the San Francisco Chronicle, and today we have breaking news. Starting after midnight on Tuesday, March 16th, most of the Bay Area will be asked to shelter in place. The goal is to blunt the spread of the coronavirus, which is continuing to infect residents around the country. This is a rapidly evolving story, and I have Aaron all day here to discuss it with me. Aaron, uh, this is something that we feared in the worst case scenarios would happen. How did it go down today? So I think that this was ha- this happened extremely quickly. Um, all of the health officers have said that. So it's basically six, uh, six counties that are involved, um, San Francisco, San Mateo, Santa Clara, Alameda, Contra Costa, and Marin. Um, and the way I understand this went down is on Friday or Saturday, the, the Santa Clara County health officer, Sarah Cody, was looking at her numbers and just, you know, she kept seeing these these astronomical climbs. Um, the numbers were just really climbing up, shooting up last week. Um, you know, Santa Clara County alone was getting, you know, two or three dozen new cases each day. Uh, the Bay Area count basically doubled in over a period of four or five days. So it's just been, you know, out of control. And so she basically called up her colleagues over the weekend, said, we need to take action on this right now, because if it's happening in Santa Clara, it's going to be up in the other jurisdictions soon enough. They all came together and very quickly, I mean, in, in two days, they crafted this, it was essentially a a lockdown for for a big chunk of the, uh, the Bay Area. And what does it what does it mean to shelter in place? Like how how is it going to affect my life? So it basically means they're they're telling you do not go outside and be around others unless you need to buy food, health supplies, you need to go to the doctor. I mean, really need to go to the doctor, not for a regular appointment, but you are, you know, very much in need. You know, you can go to the pharmacy and get prescriptions, you can anything that you absolutely need you should go out and get it. But short of that, they want you to stay inside and they want you to stay inside with only your housemates. They don't, the people that you live with, they don't want you having house parties there. They're not going to, you know, don't invite people over to watch Netflix. Um, They want, all of this is designed for people to just keep as much social distance as possible. They've even said people should go outside and get exercise, get fresh air. They want people to to stay healthy in that sense. But even if you're going to do that, they want you to keep your distance, not get any closer than six feet with the people around you. It seems incredible to me that this decision is coming from local health officials. Um, it's not coming from the legislature, not the state so far, uh, certainly nothing like this from the federal government. Why did local officials, why were they the ones to step up in this case? I think that's a really good question. I mean, a lot of a lot of public health decisions are made on the local level. Counties um, are the way it's set up. Counties kind of have the most control over what's going to happen in their region. And that there is some logic to that in the sense that they're going to know best what's happening in their community and they're going to know best what their community should do. So that that's why a lot of this authority is put on the counties. But there certainly is a very solid argument that at this point across the whole country that we need to be taking much more aggressive actions to control this. And since pretty much the very beginning, the Bay Area has been much more um, assertive with its response to this than literally any other anywhere else in the country. We do not have the most cases of anywhere else in the country, but we now have the most restrictive actions in place. Why is that? You know, I think that these... I mean, folks here just aren't messing around. And I don't know if it's just, you know, these are folks that are really tapped in. Maybe it's because we have a big, you know, 
medical community here. I, I couldn't tell you why it is that, that this region is so proactive, but they have been much more so than other parts of the country. This this shelter in place order is also lasting. I was shocked when I heard how long it was going to last. Why so long? It's it's going to be reevaluated or right now they're saying April 7th. Right. Yeah. So three weeks. And again, that's, you know, other places that have instituted somewhat similar measures are even, you know, they're only going for two weeks. Uh, you know, I think what they're saying is that we're not going to be out of the woods in two weeks. Um, we're maybe not going to be out of the woods in three weeks, but but they're just, you know, they're they're saying this this needs to happen and it needs to happen for a long period of time to make sure that that our healthcare structures are safe and that's that's really what this is about at the core is they need to have as few infections happening in the bay area as possible to give our hospitals and our healthcare providers a chance to keep up with the cases that will inevitably come um and so they're just thinking you know that's 3 weeks will give us hopefully enough enough cushion to to you know, even this thing out to slow it down. But, you know, I don't even know where we'll be in three weeks. We may be at more of this at that point. What is allowed to be open during this time period? So because these rules were were crafted so quickly, they're, they're still kind of figuring out, you know, I think a lot of the details. But 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 there are it is pretty clear it's 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 kind of up to you to define like what is essential. So grocery stores, any place that sells food, so that could be a liquor store if it sells if it sells food, um, any place that sells you know pharmaceuticals, so where you get your prescription drugs, where you would get you know your over the counter drugs, those places will be open. You know places like Target, places like you know Walgreens, your grocery stores, those will stay open. Um, you know, auto body shops, laundromats, um, gas stations, you know, things that you need to kind of keep your life going, those those will be open. What will be closed are basically anything where people can gather and they don't need to be there. <laughs> so bars are closing. You know, restaurants are actually being encouraged to stay open to deliver food and to provide takeout, but not for people to, to sit down and dine in. Um, you know, same with coffee shops. If they can do coffee to go, that's fine, but you're not supposed to gather in there. Um, but, you know, basically any retail shop, anything that's not essential is being told to shut down. I, I'm glad you mentioned restaurants and I want to tell everybody that we're working right now on sfchronicle.com to provide an interactive guide of all the restaurants that are doing delivery and takeout during this time period to keep these restaurants in business. But also not everybody's on the delivery systems and they're not always working perfectly well. So we're working on that right now. And if you're a restaurant out, out there, check back on the website and we will have a way for you to send us information and make sure that you're listed on there. Um, what happens during this time period if I'm out and about and going to work and just walking down the street? Am I going to get arrested? What's what's the penalty for not paying attention to this shelter-in-place order? So the what we're hearing for right now is that to so law enforcement, it's at kind of their discretion. It's they they will definitely be part of the enforcement of this. We're told that for at least a couple days, as people sort of figure out what this looks like and what it feels like, um, 
that there's not going to be, you know, nobody's going to be arrested on the sidewalk. Um, but my guess is it's going to sort of depend on how how good people, how people well, how well people do it at obeying it. So, you know, if we're seeing a lot of people congregating outside and congregating in, in spaces, then my guess is that law enforcement will come in and may get serious about this. And, you know, I think that they will have, they will be allowed to issue fines. They'll be allowed to you know, take action, but we don't know yet what that looks like. And right now they're making it very clear that they don't plan to be taking actions like that for at least, you know, the short term while, again, everybody sort of adjusts to this new reality. I'm speaking with health reporter Aaron Alday about the recent announcement that the Bay Area or much of it will shelter in place until April 7th. We'll be right back after this. So, Aaron, one of the things that um, is is going to be prohibited or highly discouraged is any non-essential travel. That includes, uh, according to your story, being on foot, bicycle, scooter, automobile, or public transit. Will public transit still be operating during this time? Yeah, my understanding is that it will be operational because there's, you know, there are people who have essential jobs, healthcare workers for starters, who rely on public transit transit to get to and from their jobs. So they want they want those people who need to be working still to be able to do that. Um, you know, they're saying for for something like BART that you need to keep that social distance. So, um, so you need to be standing six feet apart. You know, presumably ridership has gone down enough that that would be possible. Um, and I'm, you know, they're they're cleaning more frequently, so I suppose that that's that's reasonable. But um, but yeah, for the rest of us, you know, don't don't get on BART, don't you know, don't go out um, and travel anywhere unless again you're going somewhere that you absolutely need to be. What about um, you know the the average annoyances of everyday life? I mean, my my husband is working in the other room and he keeps popping in with questions from their friends, and it's things like, "Well, are they going to do street cleaning? And are the meters going to be working? Are there going to be enforcement of these like everyday laws? What what can you tell us about that sort of thing?" I think a lot of those things we're going to kind of figure out as we go, honestly. Um, you know, I to be to be perfectly blunt, I've I've read over the order, um, and there's a lot of information in there, but there's a lot of stuff that's not in there. Um, I think some of my colleagues right now as we speak are looking up, for example, parks. Um, are parks gonna be open playgrounds, you know, places where you take can take kids outside. Right now, off the top of my head, I don't know the answer to that. You know, that wasn't in specifically stated in the order. I'm guessing we'll get clarity on that very soon, perhaps by the time this is this is live. Um, but there's but but the point is that this was crafted so quickly, and there are a lot of those sort of basic questions that that aren't addressed in there. Well, they're really relying on people to take this seriously and go above and beyond the limits that they're putting in place, I think. No, that's um, exactly right. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, with the playgrounds, I think they're saying, you know, we're not necessarily going to close that, but but please don't have, you know, groups of kids going on the jungle gym right now. <laughs> I, our neighborhood playground has been completely empty this entire time. And it's, it's kind of creepy to look at, to be honest with you. Yeah, but that's great. Good for them. <laughs> When when this is lifted, how how will we find out how well we're doing? Um, you know, that's been such an important question all the way through. And it comes back to I know you hate hearing this, but we don't it's hard it's so hard to say. It's it's definitely hard to say right now. You know, a lot of this is 
you know, looking at testing, um, testing has been an issue all along, just even getting a sense of how widespread this is, defining it in the community has been so complicated. So like Santa Clara County, as of today, has 138 cases reported, um, but it's almost certainly massively larger than that. I mean, and we don't have any way of knowing how much massively larger. Is it hundreds? Is it thousands? Uh, honestly, it's we just can't say. They are ramping up testing, though, and so inevitably there will be more cases just because of that. And I think, you know, there are experts out there who know how to determine how much of that is just from increased testing and how much of that is from what's actually, you know, that we have more community spread. But, you know, they're they're basically, I mean, the, the counting the cases is one of the big things they're following. So as those cases start to plateau um, and even recede, which will happen eventually, um, then I'm sure they will start talking about lifting these orders. I think the other thing they're looking at is people that are reporting to doctors' offices and hospitals with respiratory symptoms, which I'm hearing is is has been picking up um, in recent weeks. So we're definitely seeing a lot of sick people out there. And as the flu season winds down, we shouldn't necessarily be expecting that. So clearly there's something going out. So I'm sure they'll be looking at markers like that also of just, you know, simply how crowded are our hospitals right now? And when the hospitals aren't feeling so crowded and overwhelmed, that will be another sign that maybe we can take a breath and, and ease up a bit. Are the hospitals feeling overwhelmed right now? I don't know the answer to that. Um, I've been hearing, you know, folks stressing about this. Um, I know that there are certainly some doctor's offices and places that are getting a lot of calls, but it's kind of hard to tell how much of that is just people being very worried and calling because they want to talk to their doctor and how much of that is people who are, you know, seriously sick and and that are we're, we're starting to feel that crunch. I think that's a big question to answer this week. And what about the testing? Are we testing more people? Does that seem to be improving? That's definitely improving. Um, the commercial labs are really coming on board. Um, some of the counties tell me they have plenty of tests. I don't you know, I, I I don't know what they mean by that, but most of the counties say they're still falling, falling far short. Um, but that that is undoubtedly ramping up, and I think the hope is that by the end of this week or next week at the latest, they'll be at a place where they feel really like they can do all the testing they need. I will say one thing that that they were very forceful about today, the county health officers, is that anybody right now who has a fever or a cough. I mean, you should just not be going out anywhere. I mean, don't go shopping. If you need supplies, call up somebody, get get a relative, get somebody else to go and pick stuff up for you. If you have any symptoms at all, just don't get anywhere near people. And what's the advice to people who are lining up at grocery stores and worried that they won't be able to get food? So I think that's really important. Um, the message is that we don't have food shortages. Um, you know, I know, I mean, I'm personally, I went shopping just yesterday and everywhere I went was, you know, out of bread. They were out of pasta and tortillas, kind of some, a lot of carbs, <laughs> Um and, and and toilet paper, of course, has been the issue. But I think that's the impression I'm getting is that's mostly just because people are are fearful. They're, you know, they're hoarding because they're scared and they sh- it's it's right to be concerned and it's understandable that people are scared. But there's not any problems with our distribution lines. We have food. We have toilet paper. Um, I think if people can kind of take a deep breath and, and not overdo it, um, everything's fine and and they should be able to get what they need. You know, it's smart to go and buy a week's worth of groceries if you're used to buying just, you know, every couple of days so that you're stocked up just so that you don't have to go out as often. Um, But nobody should be stockpiling. What are the 
what are the questions that you still have that you're looking for answers? Because I, I think it's one thing for us to try to answer. We're getting hundreds of questions coming into the newsroom. Um, there, Some of them are very specific. I just saw one that says, I'm 73 and I have a non-refundable trip to Hawaii planned on March 25th. Should I go or not? Those are very specific. I assume you would say probably you should not because re- travel is being restricted. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then there are, there are more broad questions that we can't have the answers to. So what are you looking at really getting the answers to in the next couple of days? Um, you know, I think the travel thing is really important, especially, you know, people that feel like they need to travel between counties. Um, you know, people I just heard from somebody today who was a college student, you know, that needs to come back to the Bay Area from from UCLA and, and should should he be traveling? And, and in that case, yes, they, they specifically say people should be coming home. But I think there are a lot of questions around travel that people, you know, are really going to want resolved. Um, I think, you know, a lot of basic services people are going to be wondering about. And I think we're getting the feel for that. Like people were asking about post offices, those will stay open. I kind of get the impression right now that if, if you are thinking, is this an essential it probably counts as an essential. Um, that's that's been my impression. And again, this is so brand new. We've only known about this for a few hours. But generally speaking, when I have asked or seen other people ask, is this allowed? The answer has been yes. So if you feel like this is essential to you, then you should be able to do it and you should be able to find it Um you know, I th- well, one of one of the questions that I saw come in was: Are dispensaries and a, a, a marijuana dispensaries essential? Um, and, and we have somebody looking into yeah. that. But but I, 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 I do you know the answer to that? I don't know the answer to that right off the top of my head. Somebody was just yeah. posting about it when I got on the call with you. So it's uh, I think a lot of people have different ideas of what essential is. But if you're using it for medicine, perhaps perhaps it is essential to you. Well, exactly. And I think that, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. I think that, that, yeah, people do have different, different ideas of what's essential, but I think for right now, what they want is they, they just, this is really to just reinforce to people how important it is that they stay inside. You know, I think we've seen this thing ramp up over time. You know, it feels like every other day we get some new directive that's more aggressive than, than two days before. You know, I think if we don't see any movement in the numbers um, or if they still see that people are congregating are you know, being lax about this, not taking it seriously, then we could see a next step up. I mean, there is a next step up, which is places like Italy are straight up banning people from being outside. You know, if you're not outside with a purpose, they will stop you and send you home. Um, so we're not at that point yet, but... You know, if people if if we don't see this thing get into shape, then we might get there. Well, one essential service that is specifically mentioned in the draft order or in the order, the final order um, was media. And and I just want to tell everybody out there that we are still publishing the newspaper and on sfchronicle.com to make sure that everybody has the most relevant information. We're doing a lot of different things to the newspaper. Um combining some sections, expanding the question and answer utility of what we're providing to people. And uh, if and you can also go and ask us questions on sfchronicle.com. And Aaron, um, I think you're going to be tasked with answering a lot of those. So um, we'll be talking to you soon. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks. <laughs> thank you. I'd like to thank reporter Aaron Alday for being with me today to King Kaufman for producing this episode and you for listening. 
Mission is a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. If you like this podcast, please consider becoming a financial supporter of the largest newsroom in Northern California. You can sign up for a San Francisco Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod.